The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here on Friday. Yeah, Brenda, I'm tired too. <laughs> but you know what? We stay in the fight. We get some rest. Um, sleep is one of those things that God gives his beloved, and the scriptures tell us, and he refreshes us. We rise up with wings as eagles, the scripture says. And so I think God teaches us that we need a day out of the week to rest from our labors all right, uh, to teach us we're not him, that we're not going to change the world all you know by ourselves, and that uh, that God is doing what He's doing in and through His people. But uh, I do I do believe He provides that for us so that we can stay in the good fight that we're in. If you'd like to check us out online, sonsoflibertyradio.com, sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. And you scroll down right on the right side of the page. This is for you guys who are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio. We are streaming live on the video platform. That's right. You can see the face made for radio if you want to do that. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Second video down. The one above that, Bradley comes on at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you want to hear Bradley, and I'll tell you, he's been on it. Here recently, I'm not that he's not on it any other time, but here recently, he's really been on it. And um, <clears throat> you you really ought to tune in, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, go to SonsLibertyMedia.com. That stream will be happening right above where we are right now. Also, while you're there, please subscribe to our email list. We don't spam you. We don't rent your email out. We don't sell it to anybody. It stays with us. And um, <clears throat> you get one email a day. That email has all the articles that we have. It includes the archive of the morning show here that I tell you about. That will be in that email as well as on the site, sonslibertymedia.com. That's a way you can support us and share those, please. I mean, we are being censored. You guys just, <clears throat> you really wouldn't believe. You you really wouldn't believe that. Um, <laughs> can we pick up Russia's stations? I, I don't know that they'd want to hear our message. Because uh, we actually go to the Bible and the Constitution, and we hold Democrats and Republicans equally 
accountable to them. We don't gloss over it because they're a, a Republican candidate. We don't not talk about it because they're Republican. Um, <clears throat> those people don't want us. In fact, you can see where we lose people often by calling that out. Um, I may make mention of that in just a minute. Let, let me not get up sidetracked. I'm just responding to somebody uh, who is uh, uh, commenting in the chat here. If you would like to donate and you're able to do so, we have needs. We let you know that. We're not asking, you know, have our hands out for money. Uh, we're doing what we're doing. We're showing you what we do. We do it every day. Um, you can donate at sonsoflibertymedia.com. There's a link there at the top of the page. Also, you can partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty at the top of the page as well. These are monthly partners. If you want to set that up and select an amount that you would like to contribute. If you agree with our message, then get behind us if you're able to do so. And then finally, in our store, you can pick up our products there, and um, that helps us, as well as give you uh, a product, a T-shirt, a coffee mug, something like that. It really starts conversations with other people with the messages that are on those there at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, I haven't been making mention of this, but uh, you can catch this live video feed on our Twitter account at BradleyDean1, at least for another month, I think. I think they're going to pull that in March, uh, Periscope. So we won't be able, we won't be sending that out on on Twitter or Periscope. Uh, But for now, we're on Twitter at BradleyDean1, Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, Facebook at BradleyDeanSOL, our YouTube channel is BradleyDean. I don't know how long that's going to be up because uh, Bradley's on the second strike now, and that's for two weeks. That's no live stream there at YouTube. And when he comes back on, I'm telling you right now, they're probably going to shut that down. They're going to find something from, I don't know, eight years old or whatever and uh, take that off. DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. We're on BeforeIt'sNews.com and Cutting Edge TV on Roku. Now, if you're listening by Red State Talk Radio or you're watching in the video platforms, you can call into the show. I'd love to hear from you. Have your comments, questions, whatever. Uh, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. One of the things is, is, uh, let me make this quick comment, okay? Just, I guess, get ticking ticking off everybody right at the first. Uh, The South Coastal talks about, you know, he liked Rush. Um, you know, I, I, I liked him. I, he had a genuine talent. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, whatever we do, we're to do for the glory of God. Paul says whether we eat or drink, we're to do for the glory of God. And I'm not going to get to Rush's motives because I don't know that. I can't see in his heart, but I can see what, what was produced, what came out of his heart. Um, you know, and again, you've, you've got a guy who couldn't maintain his marriages, um, who were who was telling everybody else about morality and who was telling everybody else about the law and they, I'm just saying folks I'm not I'm just trying to be very honest about what what went on there and everybody knows this they just don't want to say it okay and then you have a guy who uh, of his own words said that he was tired of carrying water for the GOP and that's what he was. He was a water boy for the GOP. He said a lot of right things, just like Donald Trump. said. A, I listened to uh, an interview with Trump yesterday. I think it was on Fox. He's going back on Fox again. Imagine that. <clears throat> and um, he was talking about, I became really good friends, got to know Rush um, with uh, the, the, uh, the 2016 in the run there. And Rush liked what I had to say. And Rush liked what I said. And Rush liked my speech. And this, that, and the other. Yeah, okay. 
A lot of things he said were good, just like I said before. It was what was done that was the problem. Or it's what's left off. And you're right. Rush gave to charities. Rush did have a, a, a drug problem at one time. I remember that. Um, and some other things. But that was set up as the conservative standard. You even read it in the news now. He was the conservative you know, um, leader. He was this guy. This is the guy who was leading all the Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists. This guy who was having enough trouble holding his own life together there. Yeah, he was successful in what he was doing, but he was having a hard time holding his own life together. That's just a fact, folks. That's just a fact. See, you can't lead where you're not going. And this is why I think a lot of people, they were intellectuals. They're very smart. They can debate the pants off of their opponents. There's no doubt about that. But when it comes to actually advancing the things that they talk about within our government to stop the communist advance coming towards us, they're MIA. They're cowards. They're complicit. They're controlled opposition. Okay? Again, I didn't come on to talk about that, but some people brought it up. That's how I see that. And I see other conservative talking heads doing the same thing. The same thing. Because they learned it from Rush. And I got to tell you, great talent, the ability to speak, to entertain even, and make a point in that entertainment. No doubt he had great talent in that. But he was also teaching people to sweep it under the rug when Republicans do the violations of the Constitution, but call it out on the Democrats. See, that's that wedge that Bradley was talking about the other day. And that's the thing that we want to stay away from here. Yeah, I know there's, there are some differences between the two, but ultimately they're advancing the same agenda. One's got their armor on and charging, and the other ones are like little milk toast guys that stand to the side and yell at them. And that's all they give them. All right, that's my rant on Rush. Uh, I, I wish there would have been more of a message like he gave when he says, you know, when he talked about his cancer and he says, I've got to get my relationship right with God. That was, a, that was actually a good message. Well, how do you do that? It's through repentance. Turning from your sin. You go, well, well you mean that in general? No, I mean it. Are you committing adultery? Stop committing adultery. Are you lusting after other women? Stop lusting after other women. Are you angry with people without cause? Stop being angry with them. Are you murdering people? Stop doing that. Are you engaged in sodomy? Stop doing that. Are you lying? Are you a constant pathological liar? Stop doing that. Are you an idolater? Do you lift up men and worship them? Stop doing it. Are you a person that complains about your pay? Stop doing it. Are you one that goes around and sees how you can cheat, steal, and extort from anybody and everybody, including your employer, maybe family member, whatever? Stop doing it. That's repentance. Yeah, it is easier said than done. Uh, there's no doubt about that. That's why we need the work of the Holy Spirit of God in our life. Jesus said you must be born again. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. Go back in the book of Ezekiel. Some of you uh, know the story of the Valley of Dry Bones. 
What happened in there? It's a perfect... Go to John 3 and read where Jesus said you must be born again, and he talks about the wind, okay? Just a quick little survey here of Ezekiel. When Ezekiel is standing there before God at the Valley of Dry Bones, and God says, can these bones live? And he goes, I don't know. I don't know. And God says, prophesy to them or preach to them. And Ezekiel begins to preach to the dry bones, and you know what happens? There's a wind that comes. The bones don't do anything. They're just dead bones, just like sinners. Read Ephesians uh, chapter 2, who are dead in their trespasses and sins. And so the wind comes, it stirs up the bones, it puts sinew on the bones, it puts flesh on the bones, and all of this, and they come up and they stand up and they're one new man. Just like Ephesians 2 says that the Gentiles and the Jews come together and they're one new man in Christ. They're not two people. We don't have two chosen people of God. There's one, and it's the church. It's the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it is to be born again. And God says that's the whole house of Judah. That's the house of believers, if you will. Okay? And how does that come? It comes through the preaching of the word. It doesn't come through the sword. It doesn't come through the political party that you're a part of. It comes through the preaching of the gospel. And sadly, that is one thing that the conservative talking, oh, they'll give lip service to Jesus or God. You know, I watched a, 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 an interview with, um, with Steve Quell the other day. And I, dif- I differ with Steve. He's been a good friend uh, to us for a long time. I differ with him on his eschatology and some stuff and some things I may not be up to speed on uh, as far as some of the things he talks about. But I'll tell you what, that guy has the message. It is repentance. That, that's what he kept driving with Alex Jones. And what I heard Alex Jones doing was giving the lip service to Jesus. The lip service, the lip service. And I, I, that's, the, that's the message of the Sons of Liberty is repentance. That is the gospel message. You want the grace of God? Then repent. You want God's mercy? Then repent. You don't get it by just saying, hey, uh, I, I want to tack Jesus onto my sinful lifestyle as fire insurance from hell. Sorry, it don't work like that. I'll tell you a real quick story, and then we're going to get into our topic here, because <laughs> I've been shot a lot of the time away. But that's okay. I, I, I believe that's the message that we ought to have here. There was, a, there was an evangelist I heard one time as a young Christian, and I was seeing this then, because this is the real gospel. And he went up to a youth event somewhere in the mountains. They were at a ski place. And he got on one of those lifts with a young boy and a young girl, young man, young woman. And um, the girl was sitting between them, and they were having a conversation while they were going up the mountain. And the young girl, you know, he was asking some questions. She goes, oh, all you got to do is ask Jesus in your heart. Everything's good. And he's just looking at him, and the guy who's sitting beside her is looking past her towards this evangelist, and he's going. And the guy, he says, I kind of winked at him and said, I got it, I got it. And uh, she just got off the lift, went skiing down the slope, and he said, I just said to myself, you know, there's no skiing on the lake of fire. And that's what a lot of people have been taught today. Ask Jesus in your heart. Give Jesus your heart. Let me tell you something. Jesus don't want your dirty heart. He wants to give you a new heart. Bible says he gives us a heart of he takes out a heart of stone he gives a heart of flesh 
That's the message um, of the gospel, is that God does for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And in return, what are we doing? We are truly changed in all that we do. Now, with that said, let's get to the topic. And again, if you want to call in, the number is 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. You know, I watched yesterday as uh, Bradley talked about the gun issue. And um, it's interesting because so many people came in uh, who were, I mean, I kind of found it fascinating, who were all for more gun laws as though gun laws are going to stop criminals any more than law any more than our constitution unenforced stops the criminal politicians and yet people say oh we need to write more laws article 5 we need to have that we need to have a convention to stop criminals we need to write more laws to stop criminals who are violating the laws we already have and i found that interesting um and there was another point that i want to make before i get into this but it was one lady said we just need stricter laws. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Uh, we're, we're already in a situation where we're having a hoax being pulled upon us about a virus that's never been proven. Our liberties have been infringed like they haven't been infringed, like they weren't infringed on 9 11. under an invisible boogeyman called COVID. L- let me give you an example of the lies, and, and, and they come, they just come out. The other night, Joe, and I'm going to tie this in with what we're talking about, about with guns, okay? Joe Biden, the other night, town hall meeting for CNN. I want you to listen to the sniffer-in-chief talk to this little girl. And I I really want you to pay close attention. This is only about a minute and six seconds. I really want you to pay close attention as to what he tells this little girl about transmission of the alleged boogeyman that's never been isolated. Canada's now admitted it. China's admitted it. CDC's admitted it. Okay? Here's what Joe Biden has to say. Understand, my children Layla, eight here, and my son Mateo, seven at home, um, often ask if they will catch COVID, and if they do, will they die? Um, they are watching as others get the vaccine, and they would like to know when will kids be able to get the vaccine? Well, first of all, honey, what was your first name? Layla. Layla. Layla, beautiful name. First of all, kids don't get I'd the like vaccine. Get hair. COVID very often. It's un- unusual for that to happen. They don't, they, and the evidence so far is children aren't the people most likely to get COVID, number one. Number two, the, we haven't even done tests yet on children as to whether or not the certain vaccines would work or not work or what is needed. So that's, so you, you're, you're the safest group of people in the whole world, number one. Listen to what he says. Number two, you're not likely to be able to be exposed to something and spread it to mommy or daddy. And it's not likely mommy and daddy are able to spread it to you either. So I wouldn't worry about it, baby. I promise you. I, I wouldn't worry about it, baby. I promise you. Okay, somebody's still talking there. Now, did you catch what he said? You can't spread it to mommy and daddy, and mommy and daddy can't spread it to you. We haven't tested it on kids. 
I want to ask you a question. Number one, what kind of woman goes to China Joe or to any president and asks a question like this? Don't you have enough sense to deal with this yourself? Okay? Then you, the guy tells you right there, anybody putting masks on your kids? He, he just told you the truth about it. Your kids don't pass anything to you. You don't pass anything to them. I know some of you buy into that. But he just told you. So why are the kids wearing masks? I got a question. Why will China Joe enforce his unlawful mandate to have kids wear masks on federal property, in federal buildings, when he just told you they can't pass anything or they can't receive anything? Huh? Yeah, he's setting her up for a hug and a sniff. I get it. Why is that? Again, I'm reminded that John Calvin said, when God wants to judge a nation, he sends them wicked rulers. Now, we don't have rulers in this country. We have representatives. But the fact of the matter is, you didn't get a reprieve with Donald Trump. You got all the stuff setting it up for this guy. That bump stock ban, that's going to come back and bite everybody. Mark my words, I told you when it happened, because you can bump fire without the bump stock, you watch. They're going to use that. I'm telling you right now, they're going to use it. And this guy's going to be the guy to drive it in there. People said, oh, they're not going to come take your guns. They're not going to come take your guns. Every quote-unquote gun control law should be referenced. We need to repent of our language, okay? It should be referenced as a gun confiscation law because the ultimate end of that law is to take somebody's gun for something. All right? It's to come and to take somebody's gun for something. Now, I did an article some years ago on all federal gun laws are unconstitutional. And the more I think about it, the more I'm convinced all state laws, gun laws, are unconstitutional. And here's why. In the Declaration of Independence, it says that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights. Among them are the, are the, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, or as we more commonly under, understood it at, at that time, the pursuit of property. If a right is given to you to keep and bear arms, and notice I didn't say guns, I said arms. That includes knives. That includes baseball bats. It includes anything that can be used as a weapon. Then who is the state to tell us what we can and cannot have if we are not violating the law or the rights of other people? And when I say the law, I'm talking about the moral law. You know, there's Ten Commandments that everybody says are suggestions. What threat are we to anybody? We're not a threat to them. And I've said this before. Do you know that for 150 years after our founding, we went without any gun laws? From 1776 to 1927, no gun laws. And I have a friend 
and and I like him, but uh, he he doesn't seem to get the bad argument that he's giving. He says the Second Amendment says that it's, the rights are not to be infringed. It's the most infringed amendment in the Bill of Rights that there is, and I agree. But why is that? It's because the people haven't stood up to it. I'm going to give you a response to all of this stuff that's going on that we're going to talk about here in just a moment. I've got a ton of articles. My son, my son runs a little site called gunsinthenews.com. Got a ton of articles on HR 127. And there's a lot in there, okay? But these are things they are looking to do in these bills that they're they're pushing through the Congress. And I'm telling you right now, every single legislator that supports or that advances these bills is a traitor to the American people. And I look, I don't sling that word. Or, you know, some people have some differences of opinion. I get that. When you start attacking the very rights of the people, especially when you've been paid off by Big Pharma, China, Russia, you pick the thing, okay? You're a traitor to your people. Yesterday, uh, Chuck Baldwin gave a, a, a lengthy list of a lot of things that are both in the legislation, and there's several pieces of legislation that have uh, been put forward because they really want to attack this. And this is the only place where I've seen Republicans be any worth anything in the past. They actually speak out on it, but I'm not so sure what's coming on this one. I think you're going to see a lot of them stand down on this and just get run over, just like they did with Obamacare. But he gave a list of things that are in the legislation, things that Joe Biden is pushing for. Now, I want you to listen to this list. Um, he's got some 20 things that he lists here, and I think this is kind of this kind of makes it concise. Ban the manufacture and sale of semi-automatic rifles. Why? Well, you know, got those old bump stocks, and uh, as I showed you before, you can bump fire without a bump stock. In fact, if you put a bump stock on a weapon, just so people understand who, who've never used one, when you put a bump stock on a on a on a rifle, it doesn't automatically simulate the machine gun fire. You have to learn how to hold that thing, how to hold your hold it into your shoulder, how to sit your fingers straight. You got to practice on that. And some people say, "Oh, it's not accurate." And this, and well, you know, the whole idea behind a machine gun isn't necessarily for accuracy. <laughs> I mean, it's just not for that. I mean, you want to be accurate within a certain bit, but it's it's really not for that. It has a purpose for why they use those things, okay? And for you to tell the militia, Article 1, clause, uh, Article 1 Section 8, Clause 15, that they can't have the weapons of the beast that they may have to fight off one day, uh, well, that's just stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Here's some of his list. Ban the manufacture and sale of semi-automatic rifles. Ban the importation of semi-automatic rifles. Ban high-capacity magazines. Hold it, those holding more than 10 rounds. What's the magic number with 10? What's the magic number there? I'm trying to figure that out. Because these same people who are trying to ban high-capacity magazines, okay? maybe you're one of those guys, you want one of those 100-round drums. 
or you want the 50 round drum for your Glock, right? Your pistol. Smoke that bad boy out. These are the same people that go and give belt fed weapons that that shoot hundreds of rounds through a belt. Oh, but that's on the battlefield, Tim. We're we're here. You can't you don't need that to hunt. Well, the Second Amendment ain't about hunting, baby. It ain't about hunting. Read it. The militia being necessary to secure a free state. And there's a comment it should say, it really should say, therefore, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And that's your right. That's not the state's right. That's your right. Make gun manufacturers financially responsible for someone's improper use of a firearm. How stupid is that? Let's take this over to the COVID thing. These are the same people that said, hey, Big Pharma, how about producing some uh, vaccines for us? Donald Trump and his Operation Warp Speed took your money unconstitutionally, spent billions of your dollars with Big Pharma to turn out uh, millions of vaccines. A lot of them were even being stockpiled. I told you about this the other day. Stockpiled before it was even given emergency authorization use, much less... I mean, it's still experimental. When when uh, Joe Biden told that little girl, we haven't tested this on kids. Well, no, you're experimenting on the adults. You want to take out the adults and keep the kids because you can conform them. You can shape their little minds. That's what the communists always do. But to sit here and make... <laughs> a gun manufacturer responsible for the improper use of a firearm, you want to see what that's like? It'll pull on your heartstrings, but you want to see what it's like if you watch it and know what's going on? There was a film years ago called Runaway Jury. John Cusack was in it. That's what they were doing. They were using, they were going after the gun manufacturers. Yeah, so what? They want to make money. Who doesn't want to make money if they're an entrepreneur and producing a product? Of course. But the fact of the matter is... Why should they be held accountable for that any more than the people who make forks and spoons be held accountable because people get fat and obese and have heart attacks and die? That doesn't make sense. If they're going to do that, why aren't they holding accountable the people that actually make vaccines that are specifically to go in your body to do certain things? I mean, this isn't like you get a vaccine and you sit it on the shelf to say, oh, look at my pretty vaccine. Or take it out in the woods and shoot it on a target. This is something specifically designed to go in people's bodies. Why are they not held for the results of those things? Hmm. Oh, the hypocrisy. Number five, enact a national registration database for existing semi-automatic rifles. And I'm telling you right now, this push for the uh, at the federal level to have this um, constitutional carry across there. It depends on how people have, have formed the language. But when you get a, a concealed weapon permit, which I, I really struggle with that whole thing too. I have one, but I struggle with that whole thing because the Second Amendment is clear. Our right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Why do I need a permit to do that? That doesn't make sense to me. When you take this to a national level 
and you're going to get federal federal legislation for this, where do you think that cops in other states are going to get the information if they have to stop you for something or this, that, and the other, and you have this and that and the other, where do you think they're going to find the information about you on that? I'll bet it'll go through the whole NIC system. They'll just tack that on there. It's national. And the NIC system is really unconstitutional too, by the way. It assumes your guilt. It keeps you from purchasing weapons, which is part of your liberty, and you need to look at the Fifth Amendment for that. You're not to be deprived of your liberty. It assumes your guilt and you've got to prove your innocence, or they've got to go through it and see if you're... And I've got a veteran friend who couldn't get a a, a, a judge pistol because the Nick system was messed up on it. Here's some other things. Number six, impose punishing taxes on existing semi-automatic rifles. <laughs> if they can't get you one way, they're going to get you the other. Impose punishing taxes on the sale of ammunition. Let me say, let me tell you something. There's an old saying. If you take my gold and silver, I'm left with nothing but lead and brass. This is what it's going to come to, folks, unless we deal with these people. It's going to come to that. I don't want it to come to that, by the way. I don't want it to come to that. And there are some people we had the guys on yesterday trying to deal with a a criminal governor in North Carolina. We've got a representative up in Minnesota trying to deal with a criminal governor. We've got... People out in California trying to deal with a criminal governor. That's that's what we've got to do. We've got to start dealing with these criminals. And they are criminals. They're not real representatives. Here's the other thing. Enact legislation forbidding an individual to purchase more than one firearm per month. What's the magic thing about one firearm per month? That means you can get 12 a year. Most people I know couldn't even afford one per month. Well, that's still 12 a year. That's 120 in 10 years. <laughs> What's the point here? It's to see what you'll take. Okay? It's, it's to see what you will take, what you'll tolerate. Require federal background checks for private gun sales. It's none of their business. It's none of their business. And let me tell you something. I get what they're saying. Oh, you know, violent criminals, they shouldn't be having this, that, and the other. They're felons and all this other. Okay, follow me here for just a second. Let's say you're a person who's been found guilty, you've been convicted of murder. And and our system of quote-unquote justice, which isn't justice at all, says this guy's going to go to jail for 12 years and he'll be out in six. That happens all the time. He'll be out in six. So once he's quote-unquote served his debt to society, whatever that means... Because he didn't do anything to society, he did something to a person. He's out. Now he's told, you can't have any guns. Well, why is that? Well, because he's a violent offender. Well, wait a minute. Didn't you just say you served him justice? Then if justice is served, he ought to be able to have his rights back. He has a right to defend himself too, right? I mean, that makes sense, right? Some of you haven't even thought this through. See... Then we get into the whole thing of, well, we got to have a NIC system because everybody's got to be checked because they might be one of these bad guys that we've let out back out on the streets after six years when they should have been put to death you know, immediately following their conviction. 
And see, there is the lack of justice. Now, because you don't bring justice, you take the victims, you take their families, you tax them, you hold their property hostage in order to upkeep a criminal for how many years they're going to put him away. And then when he gets out, because they didn't bring justice to him and they committed injustice to you and to him, now if you want to go buy a gun, you got to go through a background check, you got to do all this stuff. Why? To make sure you're not him. You, you see how this works? Because they're not bringing justice. You put the guy six feet in the ground who's been killing, raping, murdering, kidnapping, whatever. You put him six feet in the ground, you don't have to go through a background check. You know the people walking around didn't do what you're worried about. You see what I'm saying? They get you coming and going. And the one thing missing in all of it is justice. If you don't have the justice, your liberties are going... And you can see it. That's a perfect example right there. That's a perfect example of that kind of thing. All right, here's, here's, the, here's the other part of the list. Prohibit individuals from possessing firearms for a misdemeanor, quote-unquote, hate crime. I, I, re- I really wish somebody would come on this show and explain to me a, what a love crime is. That's, that's what I want them to explain to me. What is a love crime? Every crime that is committed is committed out of hatred towards your neighbor. Jesus said, what is the greatest commandment? Right? Remember he asked the guy, what's the greatest commandment? He says, it's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He says, and the second is like it, to love your neighbor. Where did they get that? They got it from the Ten Commandments. It was a summary of the Ten Commandments. The first part of the, the, the law, the first four commands, are about loving God. The last six commandments, the second table of the law, is about loving your neighbor. If you break those, you're demonstrating either a hatred towards God or a hatred towards your neighbor. There's no hate crime Crime is, in essence, sin. It's a violation, a transgression of the law. That's what 1 John tells us. So I want somebody to come on and tell me, what is a love crime? Because there must be one. Because we're having to use the, the adjective hate to put it in front of crime. What's a love crime? Huh? Well, you need to repent, brother. You need to repent. If you're mad at God, the problem's with you, not with Him. It always is. It's always a problem with us. There's nothing wrong with God. There's no darkness in Him. He's all light. He's all love. And we need to examine ourselves and and repent on that. Number 11, prohibit the online sale of guns and ammunition. (laughs) It's It's absolutely... Incredible. And and you know what? I, I, I find it very funny. These people that come on and say, oh, you can just go online and buy a gun. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, go on and try to do that. Let me know how that works out for you. Because you got to go through the same thing there that you got to go through when you go to the gun dealer. Uh, you just do. Now, if you got a concealed carry permit here in South Carolina, you go in, you give them that, and... You get the gun. It's not a big deal at all. It's 
pretty simple, actually. Here's the other things that, uh, that are listed here. Seize firearms from those who were issued restraining orders by family members. Oh, so you get uh, an estranged wife, you get a girlfriend that's mad at you, you get kids that are mad at you or whatever, and they say, oh, he's a crazy guy, blah, 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 blah. But we need a restraining order. Nothing's even been proven, okay? Nothing's even been proven in a court of law. And they're going to go, they want to, to take your firearms. See, this is about gun confiscation. It's not about gun control. It's about gun confiscation. Any way they can do it. See, they can't do this in other countries because they don't have the founding documents and the foundation of the Bible that our country has that's hanging on to it by a thread. They're having to do it a different way, and they're doing it through legislation. They're doing it through the courts. They're doing it through the local police department. That's what they're doing. Enact red flag gun confiscation laws. Now, for all you Trumpites out there, this was the thing he pushed more than anybody else. It's interesting that Joe Biden came out on the Parkland shooting. Okay, And I should have brought this up. Maybe I can find it while I'm talking here. Um, it's interesting that he came out on the Parkland thing, and that's where he's going to push his anti-constitutional, attack-your-rights, anti-Second Amendment, anti-American, pro-communist gun grabs. Okay? But I want you to understand, the guy who pushed the red flag laws was none other than Donald Trump, who, you know, he stood on the NRA stage and said, your Second Amendment has been under attack for eight years. It's no longer under attack. And then what does he do? This, and uh, I think you've this is what he does. meeting with governors earlier this week, individually and, and as a group. We spoke about, um, about states taking steps, but the focus is to literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools if an individual is reported to be a, a potential danger to themselves or others. And allow due process so that no one's rights are trampled. An individual is reported, court, an not order, convicted, not reported to be danger to themselves or to others. In the position or of might individual. take the firearms first and then go to court. Yeah, check that Fifth Amendment, system, Because a lot of times, by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. He had a lot of fires. They saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process. Second. Yeah, just, you know, I'm the president. I took an oath to uphold the Constitution, which has the Fifth Amendment in it, um, and it has the Second Amendment in it. And to heck with that. I think you ought to take the guns first. For somebody reportedly, reportedly being a danger to themselves or somebody else. What they didn't tell you was the 40-something times that the sheriff's office went to this young man's house (laughs) with claims of abuse and battery and just all kinds of problems. Things that were actual crimes. 
And they let it go. Why? Because the feds told them, hey, we don't want this here. You know, we want to make our schools look like they're good and they're not so criminal and this, that, and the other. And you said, well, Donald Trump kind of walked that back. I never heard him walk it back. I've heard people tell me that. If you got the video on it or or the something that he said, I want to see it. But I, I didn't see it. In fact, what they went on to do was his Department of Justice went on to bribe the states to put, with your money, unconstitutionally, to put in red flag laws. That's what his Department of Justice did. Somehow they could do that, but they couldn't bring justice against real political criminals, could they? Hmm. Let that sink in for a second. Go to Donald Trump's pardon, and he has the power to pardon. The Constitution gives him that power to do it. But go look at his pardon list. You didn't see people like Edward Snowden getting a pardon, did you? You didn't see people like Julian Assange getting a pardon, did you? People, look, whatever their motives were, okay, whatever their motives were, I don't know. All I know is they exposed to the people the crimes of the government, our government, and we didn't do anything about it, nothing. We got mad about it. Okay? What about Schaefer Cox? A guy who was exposing pedophilia, running for Congress, young man. Our own FBI planned to murder him, his wife, and his little kid. And God in his providence stopped that. And he's been in a, 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 a black site prison in Terre Haute, Indiana for years with cruel and unusual punishment, which is also forbidden in our Constitution. Didn't give him a pardon, did he? Uh-uh. I'm telling you right now, if you're still following that Trump train, it's a train wreck. I know you think it's something good, some of you out there. It is a train wreck. You're being deceived, I'm just telling you. Right? That's the red flag gun confiscation laws. He wants to do that at the, at the federal level. And you watch, Lindsey Graham will be right back on that. Knucklehead that we got for a senator. Number 14, require a government license to purchase guns and ammunition. Again, <laughs> Is it a right or is it not? If it is a right, I don't need your permission. I don't need your licenses. I don't need any of that stuff. In fact, what's going to happen is they're going to create a whole black market unlike we've ever seen for any of this. They've done it in the, in the, quote, war on drugs. They pimp out their big pharma guys who are making tons of money on it, but then they take and they take that which God has made and said, you can't have that. In fact, we're going to raid your house at 2 in the morning. We might kill you in the process. We might be in the wrong house, and you know, we're not going to be held accountable for it. So don't worry about it. All for a plant. You see how this works? You see how twisted they are in what they're doing? Number 15, require that all firearms must be smart guns. That really means for stupid people who buy them. And make them so expensive that only the rich could afford them. Smart guns are stupid. One of the stupidest things I've ever heard of in my life. Don't use the gun like some people who will buy them. Battery goes dead in it. When you do need to use it, you put your finger on the trigger and it won't pull because the battery's dead in it. Stupid guns is what they ought to be called. For stupid people. Number 16. Require that guns be always stored. Meaning locked away in people's homes. Look, I got guns. Wait, I shouldn't say that. (laughs) 
Gun safes serve, serve a purpose, okay? They do. But if all your guns are locked up, if they're all locked up, what good are they when the bad guy comes in? You're fiddling around trying to get it out of there. You probably don't have one in the chamber, so it's just an expensive rock to you. What good is that? Number 17. Prohibit individuals from being able to configure their own firearms. This means build your own. You know, I love those 80%, right? 80% lowers because you can make them, drill a couple holes, buy your upper. It's not registered, doesn't have a, a serial number, any of that stuff. I love those things. They want to stop you from doing that. They want ex, ex post facto law. That's what they want. And the Constitution forbids it. That's what a lot of this stuff is. And a lot of them, they're using these tax loopholes. I'm telling you what, we need to rip the teeth out of Congress's authorization to be taxing a whole bunch of stuff. I do believe taxation is theft. I don't think there's anywhere morally where the state has a right to the fruit of your labor. I, don't, I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. In fact, it was one of the things God warned the people when they demanded a king. He said he's going to tax you. You say, well, God, didn't God lay out a tithe? Yeah, he said there's a tithe here. This is what you should be giving. You're robbing me if you don't. Did he throw people in jail for it? Nope. He just said, if you trust me with the tithe, I'll bless you. If you are taxed by the government, there ain't no blessings coming from that. There's tyranny coming from that. There's a tremendous difference between the two things. Don't confuse them. Number 18. We're almost at the end here. And there's some others. I'm going to have a couple of articles up that go into detail on some of these things. So you guys can check them out in the article or in the archive later on this morning at sonslibertymedia.com. Let me give you these. Bribe states to enact more rigorous gun control laws with millions of federal tax dollars. And you, you can just see the Trumpites going, whoop. Yeah, they shouldn't be doing that, but they didn't say a word when the DOJ under Trump was doing it with red flag laws. Not a word. They they justified it. They came in the chat room and justified it. Because they made him an idol. Number 19. Prohibit teachers and educators from being able to carry guns for self-defense on school properties. What, what happened to people's rights when they walk on a school property. Is, was there like a magic beam that took that away from them or something? I've never understood the, the gun-free zone thing. I, I just, I don't understand it. It's gun-free unless you have a resource officer who can carry his weapon, right? Agent of the state gets to, gets to violate the law all over the place. And we could get into, I could do a whole show, really, I could do a whole show with the hypocrisy that allows the state and the agents of the state to violate the law all over the place and justify it to get, quote-unquote, lawbreakers doing the same thing. Just a quick instance, speeding. How fast? They tell you speed kills. How fast was that cop going to catch you when you were doing five miles over the speed limit? Hmm? Was he doing 90 to catch you in a, a six, doing 60 in a 55? Uh-huh. Well, if speed kills, why doesn't it apply to the police? Well, he's a trained officer. He's an agent of the state then speed isn't what's killing. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Number 20. 
This is the last one that uh, Chuck gave. Create a network of trauma care providers, first responders, medical personnel, etc. to act as federal informants to aid in the enforcement of gun control. You see what they're doing? They set all of this stuff up that they're not authorized to set up. The people get mad about it. They shout about it. They're frustrated about it. But they don't do anything about the criminals. They vote for them the next time around. And they vote for the cowards who did nothing to stop it, too. Oh, let's get that red wave going. How's that working out for you, America? We could do a show, too, on the years since the quote-unquote Reagan revolution. What's happened to your taxes? Have they gone down or gone up? What about abortion? Is it up or down? Huh? What about morality in America? Up or down? What's going on in education? Or is it more like indoctrination, communist style? Huh? How's that, how's that Reagan revolution? How's that conservative wave working out for you? I'll tell you what. You're playing patty cake... With the devil. That's what you're doing. Thinking the devil is going to get his hands stung by you playing patty cake. And then he's going to run away to mommy. It ain't going to happen. The people doing the stuff. You, and I want to bring this to some, some resolve. Because I've only got a minute and a half here. You've got to start pushing in your state. That's where the real power is. Locally and in the states. You've got to start pushing for nullification laws of every federal gun law. You've got to start pushing for all of these unconstitutional things that are happening at the federal level. You've got to start doing it at the state, pushing it there, day in, day out. You heard yesterday, uh, not yesterday, but the other day when we had Minnesota, all of the emails, all of the phone calls, you've got a group together. i got to tell you, I'm, I'm not trying to put a pitch here, but John Burt Society, if you're not a part of it, those guys focus on that. You can get some people who will work with you, and you can team up to make those things happen. you got to come together, though. You've got to come together, and you can put an end to it. Because you're the law. You are the king of Romans 13 in this country. We the people are the king, if you will. We've just delegated authority to some employees, and the employees are behaving badly, and they need to be reined in. Some of them need to be criminally charged. You can do it. You're the solution, America. You're the solution to your own problem, and it starts with repentance, what we talked about at the first of the show. And uh, I believe if we will repent, which means stop doing what we're doing, being cowards and letting this stuff go on, and bring justice, God will reward that. I really believe he'll reward that, but that's what it's got to take. All right? Talk to you 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Kate Shimrani. See ya.